Nancy finally gets a bill approved, but it fails. History has been made again, but it's not really a good thing. And Congress just shows how irrelevant it is. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. And uh, yesterday I didn't do a podcast because I was too busy watching the absolute disaster that is happening in Congress this week. Um, well, Nancy Pelosi on Monday, basically, <laughs> they passed a bill. Nancy in the Congress passed a bill. Basically, the bill gave Mike Pence 24 hours to implement the 25th Amendment that would have pulled uh, Donald Trump out of office. The 25th Amendment, if you don't know, it it basically says the president is incapacitated and um, is temporarily removed from office. Uh, if she does, if Donald Trump, if Mike Pence did not implement the 25th Amendment within uh, 24 hours, then impeachment proceedings will begin. Well, guess what? Mike Pence told Nancy to kick rocks, and Nancy has started the impeachment process. It was ha- it happened yesterday. Uh, actually, Tuesday is when the impeachment process began. Now, there are a couple problems with this, this thing. Um, first off, Nancy Pelosi and Congress have nothing to do with the 25th Amendment. Only the president and his cabinet can implement the 25th Amendment. It was uh, made up back in the 30s. Uh, when Woodrow Wilson was basically brain, I, I think he was brain dead or in a coma or something, and uh, Woodrow Wilson's wife was actually running the country. So they made it so that uh, the president can actually be replaced. Um, the only responsibility of Congress is to be informed about it. They they really have no say on <laughs> when constitutionally, they have no say on the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Uh, so the bill got passed on Monday. It was worthless. Uh, it just amazes me that Congress, they had time to pass this worthless bill, but it took six months to pass COVID relief. I mean, honestly, what, what is Congress doing? What, what have they done in any way? Well, next, um, they decided to do an impeachment. Um, the impeachment was voted 230 to about 195 or something. Uh, so President Trump, histor- history has been done. President Trump has been impeached twice in a four-year term and actually twice in the last 13 months. Um, again, this impeachment, probably worthless. The Senate, uh, is not in session and will not meet till after Trump is no longer president. Uh, the Democrats have really no evidence. I, I watched a lot of these people talk and nobody had any evidence on the Democratic side as to why this impeachment took place. Uh, the main word was incitement, um, sedition, incitement. Um, these are illegal, but they had absolutely no evidence from his speech stating how it was illegal. And we're going to talk about, there are a couple problems with this whole thing. Um, the Democrats said that they may send the bill to the Senate right away, or they may wait 
100 days after the impeach, impeachment and into the Biden term so the Senate and the House could actually do uh, promote uh, Biden's rather radical hearing about it today, rather radical uh, agenda. So basically, they could have an impeachment trial theoretically in when Joe Biden is actually president of the United States. Again, the Constitution might get in the way. Um, can you remove someone from office when he is not in office? Probably not. Impeachment is a political tool, not a legal one. And it's a political tool that is not necessary after the person's actually gone. If they want to go after Trump, really probably the only way they can do it is go through the courts the legal way uh actually take him to cr- take him through the criminal system um if he's convicted of a crime whatever he cannot run again i think that's one of the things they're trying to do again it amazes me that nancy pelosi had time to go through a worthless impeachment but took 6 months to pass covid relief again incredible <laughs> <clears throat> Why are Democrats doing this? Well, they're doing it for a few reasons. Uh, one, they want to make this thing last, uh, the last thing the Americans actually remember of Trump. They want to stain Trump's um, presidency as much as they can. And th- that brings us to the second. They want to stain his legacy, legacy historically. Now, I'm not going to talk about yet whether this is going to work or not, because we'll talk about that later. I don't think it's going to, but we'll we'll get into that later. They also want to make sure that the president never runs again. Now, impeachment probably is not going to do it. They're actually probably going to have to go through the um, legal process. They're probably going to have to go through the courts, uh, criminal activity, things like that. I doubt this is going to work, but okay. And finally, what they want to do is make, give the Democrats themselves the moral high ground here. Now, I don't think any of this is going to work. But uh, we're going to have to see. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the big thing here is they also are bringing up that Trump and all his supporters actually did all this. That it wasn't just a hundred or two hundred nut jobs out of the tens of thousands of protesters, peaceful protesters, that were in the Congress. It's actually all Trump supporters. So they're basically putting a blanket on everybody in this whole thing. And you can hear, you can actually hear it in the media. I'm going to play a lot of clips tomorrow. I'm not going to play them today because I think I just have too much to talk about. But we'll talk in a few minutes about is this even going to work? It's a very cynical ploy by the Democrats. It really is. And it's nothing more than show and politics. What's worse, all this is going to lead to absolutely nothing uh, that the Democrats are going for. I mean, everything that they want to do, is probably it's probably not going to happen. And I'll explain why. Another thing that I, I, it's been brought up by a lot of pundits is that this is something the Democrats are really going to have a problem with in the future. Donald Trump, how did Joe Biden get elected? Did he get elected by his policies? Did he get elected by his rhetoric? 
No. Do the Democrats have good ideas? No. Were there debates? No. The only reason the Democrats did so well, outside of probably cheating and fraud, is that um, they roll against Trump. Well, now Trump's gone. What are they going to do? Trump's gone. They've got a Democratic president. They've got a de- they've got a Demo- they tied in the Democratic Senate. They so they got a Democratic Senate with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker. They've got a slim lead in the House. They own the government. Now they're going to have to talk about their policies, about their ideas. And I think it scares the living hell out of them because their ideas ain't so great. We've got Bernie Sanders heading up the budget committee. We've got uh, Joe Biden talking about a $2 trillion trillion stimulus package that's going to put us further and further into debt. Is this, does this all sound like things that is going to be good news is it sounds like we're not going to have our taxes raised for at least six months, maybe a year, because the economy is so bad right now that, I mean, we had a million people file for unemployment. So it, it, the, the unemployment is now over 7%. So it sounds like we're not going to have uh, taxes raised, but these ideas that are coming out, regulations, the the Green New Deal, the environment, all this crap that they're going to be spending money on, they're going to have to talk about this. So I think Trump going away is a bad thing. Don't be shocked if Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the Reddit, uh, all these folks decide to enable Trump again on their platforms because Trump has been the centerpiece for the Democratic Party. He's been the reason to actually run and vote for Joe Biden, who can barely put three words together and hasn't yet answered a question from the media. The guy has been the president-elect for three months, and no one has asked him a question. And now his ideas are coming up, and a lot of people are saying, you're going to do what? You're going to spend another $2 trillion? You're going to put Bernie Sanders, a Democratic Socialist, ahead of the as head of the budget committee? This is some, some scary stuff. And I don't see the, the economy going any better. And unfortunately, the Republicans, are notor- including Trump, are notorious for spending. And now you're looking at probably a six to eight trillion dollars added to the budget in 2021. This is insane. And I think it scares the crap out of Democrats that uh, uh, that that Donald Trump is not going to be there to be the centerpiece. So you just watch. I guarantee you Twitter is going to open. And we're going to talk a little bit about Twitter tomorrow because even the head of Twitter right now is saying, I, I don't know if this is a good idea. Hmm, interesting. So let, let's get back to this. Let's get back to this um, <coughs> impeachment thing. Is The big question is, is this impeachment thing really a thing? Uh, here's what the Democrats and some Republicans, uh, 10 Republicans actually voted on the impeachment issue. I, the Republicans had a better excuse. They basically said that uh, Donald Trump actually went in and pitted himself against the against the Congress. Um, 
Yeah, that's not really illegal. It's not sedition. They're not saying sedition or treason or anything like that, like the Democrats were saying. But they basically did not like the way he pitted not only himself, but the people against Congress. That's a better excuse. It's still not great. Um, what the what the articles basically said is that President Trump created an insurrection with his words during a rally while the certification of votes were taking place in the Senate. That insurrection led to the deaths of two police officers and three of the rioters. Uh, they said that basically these protesters were going to come to the Senate. They were going to capture and hold hostage the vice president, which is why some Democrats did not like this, and they actually voted for impeachment. Um, a lot of Republicans in the House weren't, or in the Senate weren't thrilled about this. Mitch McConnell would not convince uh, other senators not to vote for impeachment. He basically is basically being mum, but he's not cooperating either. Well, here's the problem. They decided to rush this impeachment before any real investigation has happened. And they ignore what Trump actually said in the speech. I listened to them yesterday. And again, I'm going to say this. Not one Democratic House member that was allowed to speak yesterday, and there were a lot of them, were, all they did was speak from emotion. They didn't bring up one word in his speech that was traitorous, treasonous, and seditious. They didn't bring up one word. So it's kind of, all right, guys, all you're doing is, is huffing and puffing. I mean, everybody's a white supremacist. Everyone is a racist. They, they brought all this up. Trump is terrible. I, this is really what you heard all day. I actually, after about an hour and a half of it, I turned it off. I was just tired of it. Whereas the Republicans that were against the impeachment actually sat there and used his words, Trump's words. Okay. Now, before I get into everything here, I want to talk about Trump's behavior since he lost the election, because it hasn't been good. And matter of fact, I will say it's been pretty terrible. He's been complaining that there's been widespread fraud. There probably was. I believe there probably was. I mean, come on. Um, the election, uh, 150 million people voted this election, and we've never gotten close to 100 million. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of instances where voter fraud and voter questions, questions about who voted, questions about ballots. There's been a lot of questions. There's no question about that. A lot of processes, especially in Pennsylvania, weren't followed. So it's probably true. I believe that this election was stolen. Let's get that, that through. I just don't think you can prove it. I don't think there's enough proof to overturn the number of votes. I mean, Trump lost by 100,000 votes or 80,000 votes or something like that in Pennsylvania. I don't think it's, it's going to be very difficult in two months to prove that there's an 80,000 vote turnaround. So, fine, fine. But here's what President Trump could have done. He could have just kept positive just been positive instead of being it's stolen it's it, the government's corrupt blah 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 but he wasn't positive he didn't do it he could have 
He should have said, we're going to have a smooth transition no matter what happens. We're going to do everything we can do to get some results overturned. But there's going to be a smooth transition on January 20th. But he didn't. He should have talked about his successes as president. Because there were a lot. And he could have brought all this stuff up, but just kept a very positive outlook. But he didn't. He whined and he complained. I don't blame him for fighting to get this election overturned. I get it. Um, the riot or the objections by the riot or the objections by those in the Senate, I don't blame any of that on Trump. That's not Trump's fault. I don't blame anything on um, on Trump directly. Uh, he just acted like a child that had his favorite toy taken away. I do blame him for that. He's the president of the United States. He knows how the political system runs. 75 million people, I, I think close to 75 million, probably a lot of people believe this election was stolen. I think he would have gotten a lot more sympathy if he had just accepted the loss. N not objected, not said that it was a clean election, but kind of said, okay, we're all going to be okay here. Maybe not accepted the loss, but we're all going to be okay over here. And look to the future of the country and assured everyone it's all going to be okay. That doesn't mean you have to accept it, but be a little bit more positive. Okay. Um, but with that being said, outside of his bad behavior, Trump did nothing wrong to deserve to be impeached and deserves much less to be out of office. In his speech, he did say the protesters should go to Congress and peaceably and patriotically po protest. That's Those are his words. Republicans brought that up during the impeachment hearing. He, he said peaceably, peaceably and patriotically protest. Tens of thousands were there. Only a few hundred, a couple hundred broke in. More or less, that's like pretty much what happened. You had, a, you had a couple hundred nut jobs that decided to do this. He never told the people directly to be violent or storm the Congress. This is going to be a problem for, a, for sedition to be actually called because sedition's pretty pretty blatant. You have to actually say go and kill somebody or go and kidnap somebody for that to work. Nothing in his speech, and I've seen it twice, did he ever preach violence or tell people to go do something violent or to storm Congress. This isn't a thing. So right off the bat, it's going to be really hard. This is one of the reasons I think they need to impeach Trump is because if they try and take this to court, it's going nowhere. He did pit his anger at Congress, including Vice President Pence. He was controversial. This isn't a crime. And it happens all the time in politics. All the time in politics. Simply put, there is no crime here. Nothing to see. Everyone, go away. It's done. But, like I said, the Democrats... They need Trump, and they want to punish him. 
The other problem that this impeachment has, it's been fast-tracked. Yeah, I, I think they call it a snap impeachment by the, by the House. That is a very bad thing for the House, and it makes the whole, this whole process look political, not motivated by a crime. That's not a good thing, because that means we could end up with an impeachment every four years. Well, who's to say that the Republicans don't do I hope they don't, because I think it's stupid for the Republicans to do too. But this means that every president could be impeached in multiple times. The other problem with this impeachment, the big problem, the, the snap impeachment was done before any investigation was actually made. And investigations by the FBI are going on, uh, FBI and Secret Service. Well, something came out on Wednesday that really is going to hurt this impeachment push. According to CNN, CNN, who is not a lover of Trump and really loves this impeachment thing, said the FBI is reporting that this was a planned assault. This was not a snap decision made by a bunch of overzealous rioters. These rioters had bombs, Molotov cocktails, weapons, and zip ties. This was not, for the most part, a spontaneous riot. In other words, Trump's words had nothing to do with it. As a matter of fact, there is, there is, they are now looking into evidence whether or not some of these rioters were even at Trump's speech. If this was a planned attack, Trump could have sat there and said, now our father and they, they would have attacked anyway. We are also finding out uh, we are also finding out the people that are being arrested are already radicalized. Whether they're radicalized, they're anti-government or they're pro-Trump, they're, they're definitely a lot of them were definitely alt-right. Mo, I, I'd say most of them. There were there were BLM, there were reports of BLM and Antifa, but they were far in the minority. So you can't even uh, we can't even um, be sure who's who was there. But a lot of them were radicalized. A lot of them were alt-right. By the way, a couple of them lived at home with mommy. If this evidence comes out, this is going to make this impeachment look just absolute, absolutely political and worthless. Because the second there will, they should be not one senator that votes for votes to, I don't know, pull Trump out of office. I don't know how they're going to do that. If they find out that this was a pre-planned attack. Is just not going to work. So is any of this going to go anywhere? Nope, I don't think so. I think everything the Democrats want to do is actually going to fail with this impeachment thing. In fact, for them, it could be an absolute political disaster. Trump is not going to get impeached. He did not commit a crime, and he will not be in office before the Senate can hold a trial. In fact, he Trump will be in a golf course in Scotland before the Senate even gets the articles of impeachment. Trump is going to not skip the inauguration. The Senate meets up on January 19th. Uh, they, there is no possible way they can do a Senate trial on January 19th, as they shouldn't because the investigations aren't done. And so this, they could actually get the articles of impeachment that day. Trump is leaving on January 20th for Scotland to play golf.
Uh, politically, this could be a disaster for the Democrats because in a poll released on Wednesday, it says that 76% of those polled think this is a bad idea and a waste of time and money. That includes Democrats, Republicans, and independents. Again, six months to get COVID a COVID relief bill and one week to get the president impeached again. 13, uh, 13 months after he was impeached the first time and it failed miserably. What could be worse is that Nancy already picked her impeachment managers. Before the impeachment had ha before the impeachment even happened, the managers would be led by Jamie Raskin, who's um, I don't want to call him a leftist. He's kind of a quiet. He's a good lawyer, um, and you know, okay. The good news is, according to the New York Times, quote, the managers come from across the country and represent different ideological wings of the party. Of the nine, seven are people of color, LGBTQ, or women. Well, that's good. I because I'd hate to see, I'd hate to think you you I'm glad that the color of the skin and what they have in between their legs is uh, more than qualifications of them. Probably the only white guy that they have is Eric Squalwell. He's also a manager. Oh, you know, uh, this could make the trial real and interesting. If you don't remember, Eric Swalwell is the congressman who uh, decided to pork a Chinese spy for however long and then just ignored the story when it was found, was warned about it, didn't do anything about it, and then shipped her back to China. Uh, I can't wait for the president's lawyers, if this is even a thing, um, to actually get a hold of him after he makes his remarks. You know, and, and this is the other thing. They want to destroy the president's history. They want to destroy his legacy. In 20 years, when they go through, hopefully in 20 years, God willing, I'll be al alive to read the history books and see what they say about his history. Um, I think it's going to be very difficult to tarnish the, his entire four years over the past couple of months. I mean, it just because his past couple of months weren't great does not mean, and how he lost the election does not change the fact what he did. Let's remember this. Remember this. In four years, his economy had an average quarterly GDP growth of around 2.5%, including several quarters over 3%. Obama averaged less than 2% his entire eight years. The stock market hit record levels. Manufacturing returned to America, and factories were being built. He replaced NAFTA with the USMCA, which actually encouraged more manufacturing in the United States, discouraged manufacturing outside the United States, and actually encouraged wage growth within the United States. Now, it did this through unionization, which I didn't don't like, but <coughs> it was a little bit better than NAFTA. He lowered the unemployment rates to less than 5%. This is the lowest it's been to the, since the 60s. Obama barely got 
the uh, unemployment to under 7% right at the end of his presidency. And throughout his presidency, he was always cruising at an unemployment rate of between 10 and 15%. Sometimes it was even argued, if you looked at some of the statistics, it was at closer to 18 to 20%, especially for, for people of color. Under Trump's unemployment, it was always between uh, it, people of color actual and women actually had unemployment rates at lowest in history. So he did a very good job. He implemented prison reform. Now, I'm not a huge fan of prison reform, but it was something everybody talked about for years, and no one did, including Barack Obama and Joe Biden. He rebuilt the military and added the Space Force. Space Force, everyone makes fun of it. It's a big deal. Because if you think uh, war from space is not a thing, you'd be dead wrong. Don't you think, don't you forget, not believe for a second China is not trying to militarize space. And I know we are too. But now to sit there and say, okay, now we actually got a defense department that will militarize space. Now you know it. And it allows special funds to develop technology in space. So Space Force is a big deal. And I think Reagan could have taken it a step further instead of the Star Wars plan. Actually just create a group that goes to space and does that. He destroyed ISIS. He killed the ISIS leader and one of the worst terrorists in Iran. He got NATO allies to put in more money for their own defense. He weakened and started a trade war with China. China was actually losing manufacturing because of Trump. Um, he weakened Iran and North Korea, both considered terrorist states. He moved the embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. This is something that presidents since Clinton had said they would do and never did because they were so afraid of, of, the, um, of the Palestinians. He did it. Guess what happened? Nothing. He had four peace deals between Israel and the other Arab, and, and other Arab countries, including the UAE. This is huge. Even Saudi Arabia was thinking they were going to... I thought for a second we'd have a peace deal with Saudi Arabia and Israel. This is huge. There have been only two peace deals between Israel and Arab countries in the last... Since Jimmy Carter. Egypt, and I think it was Jordan... Uh, Clinton did Jordan and Carter did did uh, Carter did um, uh, Egypt and John Kerry. I'm John Kerry. Just four, uh, just eight years ago, said there could never be a peace treaties done. There could never be peace between Israel and any of the Arab countries. We should talk about that one day. Ben Shapiro, uh, who understands uh, politics in Israel. But we should talk about that one day because he said until uh, John Kerry said until uh, Palestine is is created or the Palestinians are taken care of, there will never be peace between Israel and the Arab nations. Boy, Trump made him look like an ass, and you got to wonder why John Kerry is back under the Biden administration. <laughs> uh, he ha um, he implemented implemented Operation Warp Speed that motivated the private sector to create three vaccines for the COVID 
virus in nine months. The average vaccine takes five to ten years to implement. We got three vaccines for COVID. And speaking of COVID, he managed, he had to manage something no one knew how to take care of. He managed the economy, uh, economy that had to be shut down. He managed creating the COVID vaccines. And he did get unemployment down at one point to six and a half percent. Remember, the Obama-Biden administration, their best unemployment numbers was 6.7%. In the middle of a pandemic, and I'm sorry, let me correct myself, uh, Trump got it down to 6.7% also. It didn't get it down to 6.5%. I thought he did one, I, he might have in uh, in November, but I'm not really sure. It, went, it shot up. It's over 7% now. But he managed to get it down to 6.7%. When Obama's best unemployment number, which was his last quarter, was down to 6.7%, and Trump did that during a pandemic. So don't tell me that Donald Trump was a bad president. Some of the things he did, I didn't care for. USMCA, I, I didn't care for. I liked some of it. Um, uh, prison reform, not thrilled, but I understand what he did. Okay. He, he again got the highest levels of black support in this last election. He got the highest levels of his uh, Hispanic support in this last election. His female support went up in this last election. What went down in this election as far as votes was actually white males. Middle class, rural white males actually went down in this last election. That probably killed him. But he did a great job. And we must remember this. All this within four years, with a hostile Congress... A hostile media, under investigation about a false Russia investigation, and being impeached over a 10-minute phone call with Ukraine with the Ukrainian president. Oh yeah, and let's not forget this. He donated his entire presidential sal salary over four years to charity. President Trump had a great domestic policy, a great economic policy, and a great foreign policy. He did a great... I know he's... He's rough. He says things that are controversial. He's New Yorker. Um, he I says stupid things all the time. He sometimes acts like a child, but he did great do a great job. History is going to remember that. So congratulations, Congress. You impeached him again, and I'm sure Nancy's going to say he's impeached forever and whatever. But I think it is actually the Congress that is going to get a black eye here. And do not be shocked if the Congress approval rating after Trump leaves goes down to under 20%. So, okay, well, uh, you can, I don't know if you, I don't care if you follow me on Twitter and you can't follow me on Parler, so screw it. I got my Twitter account got completely freaking purged. I went from six, I don't have a lot of followers, but let's just say I almost dropped a, two, a third lower, so I really don't care if you follow me on Twitter. You can download and listen to this podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, and you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com where you can look at all of my links. I uh, hope you have a great day. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs> <laughs>